0: I'll kill everything you love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! Well, uh,
1: the
0: hoops we have.
1: How are you, big I'm, damn Christopher? I'm barely alive. How are salute. you, big um, damn Mattathias?
0: I'm, I'm still ticking. I give me a licking and I still keep ticking.
1: Oh, I d- that's gross. I don't know what that means.
0: Um. Doesn't mean anything. Shut up. Ah, <laughs> shut up. Oh, Christopher, what a week it's been. Uh, for you, for me, for everybody. Um, Pantomime <laughs> going well, Chris?
1: It's going well. We're, we're 18 shows in, so that's 18 down, um, 40 something to go. <laughs> Jesus, tonight. Yes. That's in fact, that's what I had for my show. lunch. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, you ate of his body, drank of his blood.
1: Oh, yes. He tasted like chicken.
0: It's what he would have wanted. (laughs) It is actually what he wanted. It is. (laughs) He he wanted Um, us
1: to uh, have a nosh.
0: Oh, God. Um, Christopher. Matstopher. We've finally seen, as predicted by last week's episode, we've finally seen a good old old look (laughs) at Spider-Man homecoming and his web wings.
1: And his filthy old sexy web his wings.
0: Filthy old sexy web wings, and vultures' filthy old sexy massive turbine wings. So I'm quite enjoying. Uh, what do you think, Chris? As as everyone's favourite spider fan. Well, <laughs> my favourite spider fan. Well, my second favourite <laughs> spider fan. Um, what do you think?
1: <laughs> Such a very specific ranking. Well, um, I'm mate. I'm. I don't see. Thanks to thanks to the recent efforts from studios like Warner Brothers and everything, I try efforts, not to get ex- It's a strong yeah. word, uh, yeah, <laughs> very very select buzzword. Yeah, um, I I I never tend to get, I let myself get too excited now with trailers, but 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 and it's a big but in blue lycra. <laughs> I just oh man. I want to see the heck out of this movie.
0: I I am on the same lines as you, my friend. I High school Peter wait. Parker,
1: you know? Yeah. Being mentored by Tony Stark, yes. Yeah, yeah. With Michael Keaton as the Vulture, wielding what looks like a bunch of tech made by the Tinkerer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm down with that. Happy Hogan. Ned Leeds dropping a Death Star Lego model. Into a million pieces. Oh,
0: is that Ned Leeds? It's Ned Leeds, yeah. Oh, awesome. He's in high school. Because he's he's clearly based on Gank from Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. But it's not Gank.
1: Um, No, no, no.
0: Because I'm pretty sure there's also a scene in (laughs) Ultimate Spider-Man where Gank sees Miles and drops a big Lego model. (laughs) I think they've taken that scene from Ultimate Uh, Spider-Man.
1: I, I do believe be that might be true. Yeah, um, no, they, they, they've they made him Ned Leeds because I think I think uh, like this film, for example, has like Liz Allen in it and stuff. Yeah, like they've, yeah. They've gone back to the high school crew. Um, yeah. Whereas obviously, obviously Ned Leeds was a bugle kid, wasn't he? But he, he was um, it was like a younger bugle employee, play. But they've gone sod it. He's going to be a high schooler. Peter yeah, needs a I friend.
0: Know. I'm okay with that. I'm cool with it. I'm cool. Peter,
1: with it. Peter needs a friend that isn't Harry fucking Osborne. So oh
0: god, yes, please. No more Harrys. <laughs> said the scarlet witch
1: (laughs) wait what no more harry's Um, on a very specific series house of no more harry's house of no more harry's no more harry's for
0: you Um, it's dave's all the way Um, so yeah no i'm really excited for it it's got it looks good Uh, action looks great humor's there you guys are on the adventures
1: Um, (laughs) freaking kirby masks oh
0: yeah they're all the kirby
1: designs it's It's like yes We've already seen really Avengers cool.
0: merchandise in universe, so it works as well. Um, we know that there are Avengers toys yeah. in the MCU. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it looks it looks great. Love the suit. Love the web wings. Love the. I'm going to touch the spider and it's going to get looser, so I can pull it on and off really quick I like that a lot. Yes. Um,
1: I lo- I love the fact that shot was clearly also in the trailer just to go. Hey, everybody. Tom Holland's a little bit buff.
0: Oh yeah, Tom Holland is
1: very. Come young, see the movie. But
0: real buff, um, <laughs>
1: yeah. L- ladies gents, he's legal and ripped. <laughs> Come see the movie.
0: <laughs> Are you lucky? Um, oh dear, dear, dear. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm super excited for it. Michael Keaton looks great. He looks like a genuinely um, threatening villain, and that yeah. that, that vulture get up looks really good. Makes him look
1: huge. You know, the, the leaked toy image from a few weeks ago made me go. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, seeing that mask in live action. Yeah. Like, it looks freaky. Like, it, it's, it's got kind of like a, a Star-Lord meets um, Falcon kind of thing yeah, going on. Yeah, But sinister, because, you know, he's got a fuzzy collar, so that I makes him evil.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it's referenced that this that this stuff is based on sort of like reverse-engineered Falcon stuff or whatever. Um, I like the little rough around his neck, which makes him look vulturey, which yes. is, a, again, a, a reference to the original costume, as well as, you know, the fact that he's a fucking vulture. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, like, it's,
1: good, like green, it's good. There's, like, green tints to the coat and the metal as well, keeping yeah. the, the, the green scheme. Um, there's a very brief glimpse of Shocker in the trailer somewhere. Yeah. Oh, well, there's two um, trailers, isn't
0: there? There's, a, there's an yeah, international the, one.
1: And the there's... international one, which is, is mostly the same, but there's a tiny bit of extra Peter and Tony dialogue. Yeah. And... Um, oh, there's an extra shot of something. I think it's a shocker, actually. Yeah, he's in that yeah, one, yeah.
0: isn't he? In the And it's, all, it's a
1: slightly different sequence
0: as well. <clears throat> the, yeah,
1: watching it watching it back before we recorded, actually, um, I noticed that when Peter's being smashed into the bus, yeah. and then when he's lay on what looks like the beach or whatever, like mm-hmm. covered in blood, he's in the makeshift costume
0: Yeah, that's been funny. From out. Civil Ooh, War. That's interesting. What's he going to... Uh, is he going to go back to wearing that? Is that... A, oh, I wonder what is, the deal is, is it, there.
1: Is it a scene that we're shown... From maybe, like, earlier in his career? like d- I don't do know, because I, like, you know?
0: I feel like this is his first sort of supervillain fight. So, mm-hmm. like, he's been out, he's been, like, fighting muggers and bank robbers and, and stuff and, like, hoodlums and whatever for a while. And, like, yeah. in the street safe. But this is his first, like, oh, these are legitimate supervillains.
1: Forget the flying yeah. monster man. <laughs>
0: yeah, don't. Don't, don't do it, you can't fight him. But i got to fight him, because I'm Spider-Man. But don't do it, you can't fight him. But i got to do it, because I'm Spider-Man. I'm a that's Spider-Man, see? Uh, <laughs> get me pictures of Spider-Man. We've not got pictures, we've got footage. Oh, yeah! Huzzah! Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for that. But um, that's not the only movie news we've got this week. we got some other things going on. Oh, some, by Jingo? Some big movements over at Warner Brothers
1: oh by gringo
0: strap yourself in because I'm going to hit you with some uh, with some big old uh, headlines (laughs) and then I'm going to explain them to you alright alright so first (laughs) up Justice League 2 has been moved back Zack Snyder Zack Snyder's taking a break from DC movies good (laughs) Batman has apparently been moved up but Ben Affleck is not rushing the script
1: uh, but uh, uh?
0: Patrick Wilson has been cast as Ocean Master for Aquaman. Oh, so the bad guy is Ocean Master, and he's Patrick Wilson.
1: Yeah, and James Wan's the director, so yeah. Okay, yeah. He's, he's using he's using talent he likes to work with, who he knows is good. All right, that's interesting. Yeah.
0: David Ayers is doing oh, another this. movie.
1: Yeah, this this news did hit me. Yeah, this is he's... um.
0: He's doing Gotham City Sirens with Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn.
1: Oh god!
0: And it's being written by someone whose name I can't remember.
1: It, it's the uh, it's the lady who wrote uh, the new Terminator, uh, Terminator, uh, the new Tomb Raider game, um, the the first one.
0: Yeah, not the not, not the game. The um, she's writing the film.
1: i oh, she's writing the film too. She's oh, writing, I thought it she's, was no. She didn't. She was, didn't
0: write. She didn't write the game. She's writing the new film.
1: Gotcha. Okay, uh, gotcha. and
0: she and she wrote uh, "Whiskey Tango Foxtrot" and couple of other things, I think, which I can't find right
1: now. Um, Let's be yeah, honest, so... you, you and me with our real softer genders. Um, I think yeah. we're both. I think we're both like, yeah, awesome female writing talent about damn freaking time. But... Oh. Um... It's a it's David Ayer-directed s- got- Gotham City Sirens movie? Oh, no,
0: no, she didn't She didn't write Whiskey Tango Foxtrot, sorry. She wrote, um, it's uh, Geneva Robertson-Douaret, who is working on the script for the Tomb Raider remake and Sherlock Holmes 3. I got confused because I was reading about Robbie's credits, that's why. Um, <laughs> oh, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's who's writing the script. I don't know what else she's done. I'm going to IMDB her um, and see what it's like. Um, but, yeah, I mean... The idea I'm down with, I'm not a huge fan of Robbie's Harley Quinn. I'm not a huge fan of David Ayer. So, that's that's That's
1: my biggest beef is that I don't like the characters in this universe at all. No. So, So, to suddenly go, hey, look, they've all been around for a while. And here's two others you've not met in this version yet. And look at how much they're all getting on. It's like, there's no payoff there. There'd be a payoff if we'd had a Batman movie with Catwoman in it already. And, and you know, Harley Quinn was in a, in Suicide Squad or what have you. And maybe Poison Ivy was in something else. Do you know what I mean? Like, then yeah. it'd be like, okay, team those three up. That'd be great. But they, they missed the point of Harley Quinn. They've missed the point of Batman. I I don't want to watch a film miss the point of two other characters I like as well. It's weird. Well,
0: I'm looking at I'm looking at um, Geneva Robertson-Dworet's writing credits here on IMDb. She's got seven writing credits, none of which have actually been produced yet. They've all only been announced for 2018. Okay. So she's writing she's writing a Visionaries movie. You know, Visionaries Knights in a Magic Light, magical light Hasbro um yeah. toys with the hologram yeah. faces. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's writing Sherlock Holmes three. She's writing ROM, which is another Hasbro toy movie. She's writing MASK, Mobile Armored Strike Command, which is another Hasbro toy movie. Ah. Um, she's writing Gotham City Sirens. She's writing Dungeons and Dragons. And she's writing the Tomb Raider reboot. Okay. Now, as far as I can see, she hasn't <clears throat> actually had anything produced yet.
1: I've got alarm bells ringing now because this just yeah. says to me they've gone, Hey, you, you can write scripts maybe based around stuff we want to sell.
0: I mean, unless she's, like, um, a super talented young up-and-comer. I don't know anything about her. And uh, If she's, like, super talented young up-and-comer, then this might be really good because they're yeah. taking a risk on new talent. But...
1: We could get a Lego movie kind of scenario here where it's like, oh, shit, yeah. that works really well. But, like you say, there's nothing we can watch to see, really. And that list of... That list that slate is just very high. I, I'm good at saying yes mm. to Jobs... Even if it means I have to try and create a story out of this plastic thing, um, uh, she's. It looks like she's done a fair bit of TV. Okay, all um, right. I'm not doubting that she's she's not cut a teeth, but it's just that whole saying she's going to oh, be in charge. Right. She's going to be in charge of this kingdom. I'm she's like, been, that's fine, put- but is she there because she's the best person for the job, or is she there because she said yes? Basically, she's got a uh, she's got a blacklist script <clears throat> called
0: Hibernation. So uh, okay. that'll be where that'll be where she's just been discovered.
1: Oh, good. Okay, right, a, so a lot she... of
0: writers have pulled off the blacklist, so that's nice. That's promising. If she's got a blacklist yeah. script, that is probably that's good. She's probably got some talent. So that she, she's got
1: stories she wants to tell. Yeah, this, yeah, this yeah. just may be what she has to tell right now. So okay. that's okay. That's okay. Um, yeah. So
0: yeah, I'm I'm um, I'm unsure. I'm unsure about Gotham City Sirens. It's um it's an interesting angle to take, but it feels like a weird thing to go. Okay, we did this ensemble movie. Uh, that didn't quite work so we're going to do a solo movie but actually we're going to make it a different ensemble movie so what we're going to do instead of giving this character that we want to explore more room to breathe in a solo movie we're going to stick her in another ensemble movie and fill it with characters that we're probably not going to handle very well
1: see I, I still I think the idea of a Gotham City Sirens movie is a lot more palatable than a Harley Quinn solo film but I think that's just because I I don't understand why you would give that stage of her life Harley a solo story well, I also don't like that. I just don't like Margot Robbie's Harley that much. No, I, and, I, and I'm I'm so baffled by the amount of press coverage uh, uh, in relation to Sirens this week, where they've gone, Robbie's uh, Harley Quinn was universally acclaimed, so people it, are really excited. Was she? It wasn't. Was she? <laughs> we didn't acclaim it. That's she not was, universal. She was, she was fine, and that's it. And even then, she was fine at playing the Joker's girlfriend, which was the character she was playing she wasn't playing harley yeah. Quinn. i was not
0: in love with that trail <clears throat>
1: yeah jared, jared leto wasn't playing the joker he was playing harley quinn's boyfriend neither of them were playing the characters they had they shared the names of so why would i want to see her in a movie now if you say to me that oh christ do you know what this says to me though the joker should have been the antagonist of the suicide squad movie they should have just flat out made the joker the villain I when when it first started seeing trailers, I thought that was what was going to be the case. But me too, no. yeah. Like, because that make that's the sort of mission that you would give to the Suicide Squad. You have to have a Rick- big old blue light in the sky and a freaking supernatural villain. These, yeah, we've got to be prepared for a Superman level threat. So here's an Australian drunk with a boomerang. Here's a freaking crocodile man who just sort of hits things. Here's hey. a fire-wielding demon man who doesn't actually do anything because he doesn't want to. And here's a crazy woman with a bat. Enjoy! <coughs> Christ yeah. alive. Oh, and a guy oh shoots God. really
0: well. Apparently yeah. they're also... They're possibly that can tapping kill Will Smith. They're possibly tapping
1: Will Smith for a solo Deadshot movie. You, do you know what makes me think this? I think his toys have sold well. Because I was in yeah. Toys R Us in Lincoln today and I saw a bunch of Suicide Squad toys that I'd never seen before. Um, and no, I, them... I hadn't seen them
0: anywhere before, apart from Toys R Us. Yeah, uh,
1: Amongst them was uh, a Batman figure, uh, which is Batman with a swappable head with the uh, the breather mask from oh, that's, one that's of the scenes. Right. It was all right. It was basically a repackage of the Dawn of Justice figure, um, which in itself, like, it's amazing to think that it's it's nearly a year since that movie and I've not bought a single toy from it because I don't like them. I don't yeah. like the characters enough to want to do it, and I'm a toy freak. Um but they had Captain Boomerang figures. Yeah. Which were just sort of um, repainted Bane figures from the Movie Masters wave with yeah. a new head. Sure. I, I, shit you, I shit you not, it's the exact same coat sculpt and everything. Um, all right. Okay. But interestingly, Weird. they've recently been putting out, and you, you and I saw some of BNM and Bargains of the week, these um, like 16-inch tall action figures. Oh, yeah, the enormous Donna Black- Justice ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They have Deadshot in Toys R Us, yeah. and it, it's an all right likeness, and it's just weird because it's like, is this why? Is it because they want to keep Will Sweet, or is it because he sold some merch? So they're like, yeah, we'll give him a solo movie. I don't know, man. Hmm, I I <clears throat> I don't care enough about Deadshot to want to watch a Deadshot film. I no. also think I also think that the only reason they're doing it. Is because his name is Deadshot and you might get the bargain bin Disney knockoff effect where grandmothers buy a film called like Ice Queen because the cover looks like Frozen. You'll get people buying Deadshot for for, for their kids or the teenagers because they think it's Deadpool. Basically. That's sadly cynical, <clears throat> but probably true. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Like, which is also which is also maybe an insult to Deathstroke. Hey. You're so unmemorable in a way that we're, we're completely looking at the other guy now. <laughs> that's...
0: Ooh. Yeah. Oh, no. No! That's left a bad taste in my mouth.
1: Yeah, oh. well, that's just Warner Brothers right for the moment. Like, all, not, nothing but bad taste. I'm even... I hate to say this. After watching the latest trailer for the Lego Batman movie, I'm even slightly holding back on that. Mmm... Because the, the latest trailer, so... Well, the new TV spot is... It's mostly sort of footage we've seen before, but this time it's Joker heavy. And it seems the plot of the new movie is that the Joker has amassed a group of the worst villains known to mankind. And by worst villains, I don't mean like, you know, most deadly. No. I mean like Eraserhead, Condiment King. Yeah. Like, like these characters. Um, and uh, is taking over Gotham in like one big final bid for Domination. Um,
0: but oh, that's, that's which which which.
1: which well, well, I th- I I don't I don't mind that so much just because like they announced that the first new wave of individual blind bag Lego figures coming out next year is a Lego Batman wave, and all of the characters are like obscure Batman villains like King Tut and things like that.
0: I mean that so, yeah, that's something different.
1: So that's kind of fun. Um, you know, like um, like what's it like Ten Eyed Man and characters like this. Um, but. Zack Galifianakis's voice is featured heavy in the new trailer, and it just sort of sounds, eh? Mm. Like he just sounds like this. He's like, "Oh, come on, Batman! Ah, oh, damn it! I'm your enemy!" And it's like, really? I mean, Will Arnett's playing jokey, piss take, you know, broody Batman, and he's giving it all this. He's doing this voice and everything. Like, do you hear the Joker just sound just like Zach Galifianakis? It's like, oh okay, we're doing this. But also, you remember I spotted the Gremlins in the original trailer on the back yes, plane? Yes. Seems that might actually be the film's uh, tie-in with merchandise. It's not just a Warner Brothers reference. I think Lego Dimensions has opened up a whole new realm of copyright. Because mm. spotted spotted in the new TV spot is a shot with Batman and Robin on a Dalek ship. It's very fleeting. But it's uh, definitely the Ruddy Daleks. Uh, yeah. Uh, now, I won't judge till I've seen the film, really. Because it could be like some kind of jokey plot about they've bust into another another play set to try and get something or whatever. But it does seem a bit, really? Uh,
0: really? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I think about that. That's
1: yeah, I can't. I can't wait for the big finish spin-off um, about Lego Daleks.
0: Uh, oh, you just wait. You just wait. I wonder how. I wonder how the voice will be different.
1: I wonder what. Uh, That's a good question, actually, because if if they get dialogue, you think they'd cast Nicholas Briggs, but you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't.
0: You don't really cast Nicholas Briggs. He just comes as part of the package. <laughs> Hello. Oh, hi, Nicholas. <laughs> I think he's. I think he's written into the Dalek rights at this point. <laughs>
1: I am the Terry Nation estate.
0: I am. I am all the Daleks. <laughs> no, I literally am. I literally am all the Daleks. I'm made of tiny Daleks. Um. Yeah, no, I, I, I hadn't seen that TV spot, so I guess I'm, yeah, but if that, what you'll say is true, then, yeah, I'm a little worried for that. Yeah, um, it's
1: odd. Yeah, it's as, bloody a, odd.
0: A, as I mentioned, the Batman, the Batman, the Batman, the, <laughs> the Batman, the Batman, uh, the Batman, uh, the Batman. Affleck said, "Ben Affleck's like, so Justice League Two's been pushed back. Snyder's like, oh, I'm gonna take a break for a little bit. That's that Snyder bit's not been necessarily confirmed yet, but that's the Um Shh. And they and apparently they've moved the Batman up to try and fill the gap. Um,
1: so Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. We were gonna get Justice League Two before the Batman." Yeah. That's a really odd thought. Because the Batman's not had a date
0: announced yet.
1: My God.
0: So they're looking, it's looking like, because Justice League 2 was was originally 2019. Yeah. And that's been pushed back. So they're thinking that the Batman's going to come up to take the place of June 14th, 2019, which was the original release date. For Justice League 2. But that's not been confirmed yet. Because they were going to be filmed... Because the two Justice League films were going to be filmed back to back. But now they've... Pardon me. But apparently now... Because we shoveled shuffled them around... Snyder's going to take a break from DC movies. He's going to direct something he's been working on... Called The Last Photograph. Which is an Afghanistan set thriller... That he's been working on since... After 300. Um so, and he's probably, he's looking to start filming that later next year. So that'll push back Justice League to a bit further. But then... So the assumption was, oh, they're going to bring up Batman and fill that gap. But then, Affleck turned around and said, well, I've not got a finished script yet, and I'm not going to rush it because, and I quote, he's not in any hurry to jam the mediocre movie down the pipe. Not a mediocre movie, the <laughs> mediocre movie. So... <laughs> Um, oh, God. The, the full quote is, uh, we still have to get a screenplay together. I am writing it, but that doesn't mean it'll be good. If I can find the right idea, there's nothing I'd love more than to do to direct a standalone, iconic, great Batman movie, but it's been done. Chris Nolan did three really good movies and I'm really mindful of that, so I'm not in any hurry to jam the mediocre movie down the pipe. If we do it, I want to make sure we get the oh great God. version, one that's worthy of the tradition of guys like Tim Burton and Christopher Nolan and Christian Bale.
1: So, Affleck is basically openly admitting that, yeah, we probably shouldn't be doing this right now. It's Um, just a weird quote. So, I'm taking my time, but I think Warner Brothers wants me to hurry the fuck up.
0: Uh, he He said earlier on, he's like, I'm a real believer in not reverse engineering projects to meet a window or date, but rather when you get the right idea, when you get the right story, you get the right thing, then you make the movie. So that's what we're doing, and I'm hoping to get that done. So the whole thing just sounds kind of uncertain. Like um, I don't really know where it's going. It's uh, yeah, I'm. I'm... What's going on with the Batman? <laughs> like that's strange. Um, so yeah, Warner Brothers is all in a bit of a hole right now.
1: It's really odd, man. The whole thing.
0: It's very strange. Very strange. It's so
1: freaky. It's freaky as uh... man.
0: But Christopher, you know what is pretty positive.
1: Um, my sperm count.
0: Uh, no, the reception for Rogue One.
1: By Jiminy Greaves. That movie's out, uh, Friday, I think, here. Uh, oh sooner, actually. I, if you're listening to this podcast, it's already out. Um, oh. we're recording it, we're recording it on Wednesday the 14th. It's out over here in precisely, um... Two hours and fifteen minutes.
0: Holy shit, ball! Yeah,
1: I've got I've got premier tickets booked for tomorrow night with the band.
0: Ooh, I think I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm probably not gonna see it till the start of next week. Because I shall not, not like, spoil a ting by jing. Because it's not like we can do a podcast before then anyway. Um,
1: <laughs> also, I think I think I think the way we'll do this in terms of Rogue One is uh, I think we'll talk about it um, on next week's episode, uh, sort of a bit a bit pre a bit non spoilery. And then we'll have a proper good old spoiler natter next week. Ah, so that, ah, that gives but, you all a chance to see it by Jing.
0: But Christopher. Christopher. Thanks to the magic of audio production, we don't have oh. to record an episode next week. <gasps>
1: what the balls?
0: Because we've already recorded it.
1: Yes, Wait, next, what? Next week. <laughs>
0: next week is our Christmas special.
1: I thought it was the week after.
0: No, because <laughs> it's the 23rd next week, isn't it?
1: Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, that's we're so weird!
0: When it was just over a week away from Christmas, Christopher. Oh my God, my brain hurts. I know.
1: But I no, know, so honey. I know.
0: We won't have an episode on which to talk about Rogue One next week, unless you want to do. Oh a my double, God! Unless you want to do a bumper double episode.
1: No, do you know what? We'll chat about it the week after. There you go, you ungrateful swines! Hey, You've got an extra week, an Justin, extra week to see Rogue One. I tells you, time for
0: the new year. And then we can go properly spoilery on it. Then you see.
1: Oh, that's a good plan. But see, yeah, you, ladies and gentlemen, prior planning, preparation, and a lack of calendar in your temporary digs can do wonderful things. Your yeah, calendar's <laughs> on your phones, Christopher. Stop complaining. Oh my. Um, oh my God! I can't believe it's <laughs> Christmas. It's nearly like Christmas. A week and a bit.
0: Um, so yeah, it's <laughs> uh, Rogue One's gone down pretty well. Uh, some people are, are. It's very different, apparently.
1: Yes, I hear different yes. for
0: a Star Wars, maybe, but not necessarily in a bad way. Um, and yeah, not much more to say about that other than the buzz has been generally good. So I'm excited to see it. Next
1: one thing, one week. thing, one recurring element I have heard uh, in some of the reviews I've I've listened to and, and read so far is, and I'll say that, I'll say this now as a public service announcement. Um, apparently, if you're going into the movie expecting oodles of Darth Vader, don't. Because it's not his story; no. it's just set at a time when he's around. So you shouldn't be
0: going into this movie expecting goodles of Darth Vader. If you if you are, you're silly. Yeah.
1: Well, apparently, apparently, a few of the people who went to the premiere were like, "Why wasn't there more Vader?" It's like because it's not his bloody movie. That's right, Darth Vader. But yeah, it's we'll, not mean, about we'll... Vader. It's not.
0: It's not. So we'll see how much Vader is actually in it. But that's a story oh. for another day.
1: Oh uh, so hi, Luke.
0: Last little scrap of news.
1: Oh, dirty news we scraps! Move on to
0: questions, because I want to get all these questions done this week. Ready, ready for ready for Christmas. Um, <laughs> uh, so, this is the one for you, really, Christopher. This is a little uh, tease for you. So Ooh. you know that you know that Jekyll f- series that you like so much.
1: Yes, I think I know what this news is. I, I haven't that, read it, but I've got a suspicion. Hit that's me. That's being
0: made into a film.
1: With director
0: Ruben Fleischer. Uh, adapted by uh, Anthony Bagarozzi
1: and Charles Mondry, Based on the Stephen uh, Moffat scripted miniseries? Based
0: on the Stephen Moffat scripted miniseries.
1: That's so weird, because it exists. Why do you need a film?
0: <laughs> and they've cast Chris Evans, Captain America himself, as Jekyll. What? Yes.
1: So, and, so it's...
0: It's not part of the upcoming Universal Monsters... The universe because that's also oh, called Jekyll. It's a separate Jekyll movie.
1: Yeah, because it's um it's in the public domain. Yeah. Um. So yeah. anyone could make a Jekyll and Hyde movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh bloody hell! <laughs> <laughs> Christ's sake! Oh, um, I don't yeah. know how I feel about that. Apart from so,
0: Chris Evans is Tom Jackman in the Jekyll movie.
1: <clears throat> I I like Chris Evans. But James Nesbitt in that miniseries, I mean, it, it feels like it was written for him. And I, he's superb it in it. Probably was. Oh,
0: so weird. Yes, it's very strange.
1: This means it's going to be American and, oh, I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't have the same vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all right, I'm, I'm open to it. But it's it's like the fact that, um, you know, the, I can't remember which one it is. I think it's the Black Mirror episode about the... Uh, the, the girl uh, on the run in the second series where it turns out that she's actually a bit more of a guilty party than you think. Mm. Um, it's like, I think that's the episode that, um, what's it? Robert Downey Jr. has, has optioned the rights to it, for his yeah. movie company to make it to yeah, a film. Yeah. It's like it exists. The film exists. It's an hour and 10 minute long episode of a show called black mirror. Leave it alone.
0: <laughs>
1: mm. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I, I, did you? Yeah, mm. did you see the trailer? For, did you see the trailer for the new Emma Watson, Karen Gillen, Tom Hanks, John Boyega film? No, I It's sort that of, one. It, it, it's basically you know the Toby Kebbell Black Mirror episode with the lenses, the contact lenses.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the complete history of me. of you?
1: That's the one. Yeah, Go it's off. um, it's basically that as a film. Like it's it's a it's a mogul play by Tom Hanks introducing the idea of being completely aware of everyone's activity and history and like that is sort of very, you know
0: Yeah,
1: that's like a like a oh. slicker, sexier right now hashtag right now sexy slicker version of sort of the Bryce Dallas Howard episode of series three. Um, oh,
0: oh yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So okay. a little a little less Stepford Wives and a bit more like watchdogs I suppose it's just a bit like okay but we've seen people tell these stories recently and they tell them well mm. so oh, I don't know I feel about the Jekyll movie man it's so no, weird
0: no, I, I thought that I thought that would uh, tickle your
1: brain <laughs> gosh uh. darn it maybe, maybe Chris Evans has got a really wild oddball crazed performance in him that he's just desperate to like have a go at and, and yeah, this will be I think he be, has. I think he has you know this this is his chance to sort of go, hey, mother truckers, look at me, look at I'm amazing <laughs> Um
0: But let's truck along, Chris, because we've got to we've we've, uh, we've got to keep this episode brief because like you're my pants, and I'm exhausted, and it's nearly Christmas. Um, jing, so jing 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 jing. So let's dig deep into questions. We've got four emails, and I'm going to get through them all this week. All right. <laughs> Including one that we failed to pick up on last week. From Tom. Hello, Tom. Tom, Tom hello,
1: Tom. Tom Monty. The man from Tom Monty. The man from Tom Monty, say... Hey,
0: Chris and Matt. (laughs) Tom Monty here. Thanks for answering my questions in 23. It was great to hear your responses. (coughs) If you've caught up with class, I'm afraid I don't have any thoughts on it this week as I myself had forgotten of the show's existence until it was time to write this message. If you have... (laughs) Uh, not quite. Then I assume it hasn't gotten any better. If not, then worse. Coming back to this message, apparently there's a weeping angel cliffhanger in the final episode, and worse, it snaps someone's neck. Oh, no. I just roiled over that spoiler right there. Um, <laughs> that didn't happen. My favorite Disney movie of all time has to be The Lion King. The message behind it, the atmosphere, and most importantly, the soundtrack, not only make my Disney favorite, make there making only my di- favorite Disney movies, but one of my favorite movies. I watched it a lot, jamming in for years, and that makes it a very nostalgic watch. That's going back to our last week's topic about um, Disney Disney movies. Disney movies, yeah, Lion King's great. Um, <laughs> not one of my favorites. Oh, it's very good, and, and it's it's a solid core of that Renaissance era. Um, yeah, good choice. Lion King's great. But
1: I, I why, think I think, favorite, I think it may be my favorite. I think it my favorite Shakespeare adaptation to film. Actually,
0: yeah, it's it's pretty good for that. That's very that's very true. <laughs> um, I dig
1: Lion King, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. I dig Lion King. I'm, I'm unsure.
0: I'm about not. The, su- the, the, the yeah, the live action remake's a really weird yeah. idea because like, there's no human characters in that movie. L-
1: like, I so, trust Favreau, but how can you make live action unless, like the Jungle Book? Some of the sets are physical. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, I forgot to ask you actually last week. What is your favourite Disney movie, would you say? Um,
0: uh, are we including Pixar or are we just going mainstream Disney? Uh,
1: just the mainstream. Just the uh, the Walt Disney Pictures Proud to Present. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm probably going to <clears throat> have to go with. Um <laughs> I'm going to go with and it's a tough one. Uh, Aladdin.
1: Oh, good choice but, though.
0: Cuz Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast are two of the uh, two of the m- earliest movies I can remember seeing in the cinema and uh, yeah, Aladdin's amazing.
1: Aladdin's a damn good it's one. It's great. I I'm always a little torn. Um my favorite is The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, um, yeah, that's real
0: good. That is real good. Yeah.
1: I I just have have one big qualm with it, and that's the confirmation that the gargoyles are alive. I absolutely hate that. Like, one of them's constantly molesting the goat, and the other one throws a rock at someone during the big scuffle at the end. So it confirms that they're real. If they'd left out those two bits, I'd be like, okay, I don't mind them being weird. They're all in Quasi's head. He made them up to talk to. That makes sense. Um, But the music is astounding and, and insanely adult for Disney. Um, and also, I think I think their best film, though, in terms of, like, the one, I'm like, that's the one where if someone says, I've never watched a Disney movie before, what should I watch? I always point them to Beauty and the Beast. Yeah.
0: Beauty and the Beast Because I think it's such a good film. It's a very special movie. And I'm still unsure about the remake. Still... Same. No offense about that.
1: But they my one of my, so far, so... Yeah. Well, one of my fellow cast members at the Panto, um... I shan't say who for, you know, non-disclosure agreement reasons, and I can't, I shan't say exactly what he did, but he did some uh, performance capture work um, and choreography for the film. Oh, wow. So um, he told me a couple of little tidbits about behind the scenes life, but nothing else, but nothing else because he could be killed by a giant, a giant mouse. So no
0: killing. We'll have no killing here.
1: (laughs) No killing at all. Oh, will we? Um, but yeah, and also a little update from last week's episode. I have seen Moana for a second time.
0: Oh, awesome! It is awesome. It's, it's so good. good. You I will. I
1: didn't I didn't blog this time because I, I went with um I, I went with uh, one of my cast members who was like, right, you've gone on about it. I've got to see it. Like, where's the cinema? I was like, right, we've got three hours. If we go now, we can catch a showing and get back in time for our half hour call.
0: Hey, so
1: we we liked it. And we did. And when it got to that bit early on, he turned to me and went, "Yeah, I understand." <laughs> I get it. And his I eyes, get it. his eyes were glassy. So it was like, "Yay! I I'm not knew just you a tired, would. I'm not just a tired stranger in a in a different city sitting I mean, in the cinema are. crying. You are oh, a I tired am. stranger in a different city."
0: <laughs> oh, yes, it's always nice to have confirmation that you're not insane. Um, Yay! Let's get into some questions <clears throat> from Tom Watson. <clears throat> Three brief questions, and then a bunch of Doctor Who ones. Um, Home Alone versus Home Alone Two. Uh, Home Alone. Home Alone. Although Two has its charms, it is
1: basically a remake. Um, and, and to be fair, the final act of Home Alone Two goes hard as a motherfucker. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it takes it takes the concept and ramps it up. But also, it has Donald Trump being nice to a child. So, yeah, so um, it's definitely, I it's mean, sort of soured now.
0: I I know that movie's got some fantasy elements, but that is a little bit too far for me.
1: However, we must at least give a special mention of love and adoration to the line reading, Have a lovely day! (laughs) 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 I love you! (laughs) 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 That first first one's just so Uh, perfect. It's great. That first one's amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really good. It's real good, and I'm going to watch it soon. Um, who would you say has won this year's Christmas ad contest? John Lewis is disappointing me this year, and Waitrose or MS is probably my winner. I have completely ignored the Christmas ads because... Fuck consumerism.
1: Next! We're, we say talking about Star Wars at length. Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! I'm not a hypocrite. You're a hypocrite. I, I ah! hate the song... I hate the song, but love the ad- ad- animation of the Sainsbury's advert. It's this big stop motion, like, ongoing thing, but it goes on for far too long. I haven't and... seen
0: any of them because oh, I don't it... watch TV anymore.
1: Oh, oh, this this attacked me at the start of a YouTube video, and I went, oh, that's gorgeous animation. And then I the song started, and I went, oh, this song's a bit annoying. These vocals are just a bit whiny. Who the hell did these? Yeah, it was James Corden, so that says a lot.
0: Oh, well, um, there we go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh...
0: Final question before we dip into Doctor Who. Um, have you seen Dirty. Rick and Morty? If so, are you excited for season three? When do you think it will finally air? I've, have corrupted, we I've seen recently corrupted Rick and Morty.
1: I've recently see... corrupted a cast member. They have now binged the first two both of the first two series in the last two days. Oh, it's so
0: good. It's he so came, good. I'm so he excited
1: came for it. He came into he came into work this morning and went, that's how it ends? Yeah. And I went, Yep, that's how it ends. <laughs> And then whenever we had any rhubarb moments in the, uh, in the pantomime today, I just kept telling him things were on a cob. Um, so, yeah. Excellent. We freaking love Rick and Morty, and I think we will when Series 3 drops. I think we'll probably do a Rick and Morty-themed episode as well.
0: Yeah. I'd like to do that. I could do that. I'd
1: love to do that.
0: We, oh, oui. <laughs> um,
1: Sleepy Gary can join us.
0: Oh, Sleepy Gary. Um,
1: Maybe we'll with- see Chewbacca. I like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to go watch some Rick and Morty now. Um,
1: <laughs> as for remember, to do. To re- remember, to collect the leftover schleem to be repurposed in later batches, okay? That's how you look. Le- you've got to make sure that when you're making your plumbus, all right, it is ripe. Um, yeah, do you need and to know who John to- Michael Vincent is to get this? <clears throat> uh, no, probably not. No. <laughs> It's fine. Um, I think Series 3 was rumoured to be dropping... Sorry. Like flies, apparently. Are you alright? Oh my god. Uh, Series 3 was rumoured to be... The excitement killed him. My god. Uh, Series 3 was rumoured to be dropping uh, this winter. Um, Yeah. And as as we're coming to the close of December, that says to me that possibly... I'm thinking February.
0: Yeah, January February Uh, would be a good time, I think.
1: That'd be that'd be that'd be a good time because if we get it February, then it would go on till at least sort of May June. Because I think they said there's um, thirteen episodes this time instead of ten. Yeah, uh, exactly which I'd be obviously. down with.
0: Ooh wee! So I'm yeah. Give me some Rick and Morty in my face. Oh baby! Right, Chris, let's get stuck into Tom Monty's uh, Doctor Who questions reluctantly. So the Quagmire face on.
1: It's um, Matt and Chris, two lifelong Doctor Who fans, reluctantly answer Doctor Who questions. Ooh, you, Ooh, ooh, cross the void beyond the mind, etc. <laughs> uh,
0: what do you think An Eleventh Doctor by Russell T Davis would have been like if it wasn't Matt Smith? Um, oh, shit.
1: Um, I don't know. I think he would have gone the more classic route, if I'm honest. Yeah, I think he would probably, have gone for an older actor and everything, yeah.
0: Older. Um, yeah.
1: I think you would have seen someone like James Nesbitt in the role. Yeah, possibly. Um, you know, just, just or, or, or like the uh, forever, forever linked to the role Rory Kinnear, someone like that. Rory um, K- yeah, of course.
0: <clears throat> see, Rory Kinnear is like—I can see why he's a good actor, but he doesn't have that sort of zaneness that I'd expect from a, a doctor actor. That sort of otherworldliness that a lot mm-hmm. of these people have.
1: Well maybe we've not seen it by Jing maybe, maybe we've not it's waiting him. maybe um, we've
0: not seen his bits and pieces who knows but oh god um, dirty
1: bugger at ooh. the same time I think I'm glad we had Matt um, yeah he's one of my faves and um, and also Russell did write him in yeah. uh, Sarah Jane Adventures death so, of the doctor yeah. so yeah what about what about you do you think that, who do you think he would have gone for
0: uh, I've no idea
1: uh, Pass and Joseph. <laughs>
0: oh God, that's pretty great, actually. Uh, no, I think probably, yeah, I think you're right. I think he would have. I think he would have veered older. Um, <clears throat> I remember... Who frowned me this
1: face? Oh yeah, the contestant on Bad Wolf. Hey! Remember, remember him. He frowned me remember this face. That
0: guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I think he would have gone in the opposite direction to Matt. Like it would have been have a, after having sort of a, like a young dashing charming doctor with David Tennant I think he would have gone well. in that direction and gone for like an older gentleman Leo. Uh, do people throw around Bill Nye a lot I don't think that would have been a bad shout but um, I th-
1: I think I think I think we're Doctor Who on in the 90s I think Bill Nye would have been perfect yeah I, I also think Bill Nye would have been um, Bill Nye the science
0: bit. guy um
1: <laughs> or at least an episode where he guest stars as another time lord
0: yeah why not Bill
1: Nye the science guy
0: um, in a world where the fiftieth anniversary took place during the ninth Doctor's era, and thus with RTD in charge, what would it have looked like? And could you pitch a brief outline, overall outcome of the story's plot, and what Doctors would RTD have brought <clears> back? Um, if it had
1: happened, what if it had happened while the ninth Doctor was still around? Yeah, I, th- I think Chris Eccleston would have been bored of the role about five years in, probably. Yeah, um, um, it
0: wouldn't. It wouldn't have looked like anything because it wouldn't have happened. Uh, yeah,
1: pretty much. Um, unless you just want to picture, like, how a Russell T. Davis 50th would have been.
0: Yeah, um... um I in think that, in that been... case,
1: similar, I think. I think it would have been similar, but I, th- I don't think the Time War would have played a part in it at all.
0: I think it would have been similar to End of Time, in a way, with, uh... Soul on Earth, maybe. I think it probably would have been a regeneration story.
1: Oh, shit. Maybe a, maybe a Five Doctors for the modern era. Yeah. Um... Although, if the, if, the, if it was just the ninth doctor, then maybe not. Yeah, um, no, I
0: think. No, if you. I think by the 50th, a lot of the other doctors were just too old to come back, really. Um, you couldn't have brought back Sylvester. You could have brought back Paul McGann, but you couldn't have brought back. You maybe could have brought back Sylvester. Probably not Colin. Maybe Peter. And, and Tom. Yeah, you could have done Tom, but it'd have to be something like. <laughs> dimensions uh, in Time good, good luck
1: Good luck my dears <laughs> <laughs> um, The Rani She hates me She even hates children <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Oh my god Fucking okay, Dimensions in Time Dimensions in oh Time Oh my god Yeah no
0: it would have looked like Dimensions D- in Dementia Time
1: Dementia in Time
0: It would have looked like Dimensions <laughs> in Time It would have been a crossover with EastEnders again but Oh it, no now it no. would have been Now it would crossover have been with Corey.
1: 2033 Crossover with Cory.
0: No, Take no advantage of the Corey's cobbles.
1: Yeah, but he would have found a way.
0: No, it wouldn't. It would have been a Cory. It had to be EastEnders. Also, he he would have found a way, it. and it would. He would have found a way. It would establish <laughs> Rose Tyler as part of the uh, EastEnders canon, um, <laughs> and it would have had oh, Danny God. Dyer in it because
1: Danny Dyer is in EastEnders now. I guess. Um, apparently, apparently, we need to watch the Who Do You Think You Are episode about him. Do we though? Do apparently? It. It, apparently, it is. Incredible television, because he's just so gormless and, and fake. Is it? Is it though? Is I've, it incredible I've heard television? It, I've heard it is a it is a laugh and worth a gander. So I'm I'm tempted.
0: I'll pitch. Hmm. So, okay. You'll, you'll, okay. You'll
1: bitch. What?
0: <laughs> no. I'll, pi- I'll pitch. I'll pitch a well, brief whilst, outline of an RTD whilst... Night Doctor 50th Anniversary Special. Oh, mince. Um. He fights the Daleks. Uh. The Daleks try to destroy everything. He hits a big red button. Everything gets reset. And then he regenerates. badum That's it. There we go.
1: That's, that's it?
0: Basically all of Russell's finales.
1: <laughs> how basically. dare you... How dare you, sir? I mean, yes, but how dare you, sir? That's... <laughs>
0: That's how That's how you outline them. That's how they happen. Um,
1: how dare you sully the name of Russell T. Bay?
0: Another one. Another question. <laughs> um, <clears throat> quick, before we get caught up on it. Have you heard the reports of the show getting a clean slate in 2018 with Chibbers? I would be to see a new Doctor. I love Capaldi, but his character is all over the place. And a complete reboot, like you said last week. How do you think they should handle a reboot if the rumours are true? It should not be a reboot. Doctor Who goes on forever. It should be, um, it just should be a clean slate, like you say. New, new mm. Doctor, new companion, new feel, new tone, new, new theme,
1: new new creatures, whole new, new team oh, of yes, writers, new God, new composers,
0: new, new writers, new composer, <coughs> new everything. Just new, just clean house completely. <clears throat> no one who in. worked on the Moffat era should be working on the show. Come Chris Chibnall's time, apart from no. obviously Chris Chibnall because. They chose Chris Chibnall. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, just fresh slate, fresh slate. And I know it's a generic question, but who should be the replacement? Uh, I'm fine if it isn't a woman. I don't think the show would survive. I'm not a sexist. It's just in my eyes, the Doctor is a man. Uh, I think we're lucky that Moffat isn't getting another Doctor because I genuinely think he would choose a woman after what he did to the Master, although a clean slate would be the perfect time to change the gender if they were ever to do it. I have faith in Chibnall to make the right choice. My ideal 13 would be someone like Dominic West or perhaps Bill Nighy, despite them being fairly big names. Thanks again and I apologise to you again or as you put myself for the length of number of questions. PS loved your appearance on 5 Who Fans last week. I'm glad you found Chris Matt thank you but yeah um, reboot <laughs> uh, what would you do what do you want what do you want from Chibnall's series and who do you think should be a replacement and we touched on that last week I, I think didn't we I kind of said like I can't really think of anyone on the scene at the moment who thinking, oh, I think would we'll do a good job be it man yeah. be it woman be it small and, furry creature from the from half Centauri um, be it shooty
1: dog thing yeah. Um well I, like I said last week like if it, if it wasn't the fact that he's a successful Hollywood actor I still would love to see Shuatel for play the part
0: yeah, well, um, that's a really good shout, actually.
1: Mostly that's because nice. I want to see all the news. Cha- the news channels handle it's, it's the pronunciation of his name. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, no one really strikes me as you, like, and, and, and anyone who I'm like, oh maybe, has been in it or been in the spin offs and it's just like, eh, because I'm still yeah. I'm still weird about the whole who frowned me this face, and then the casual. Oh, I've sort of remembered it was the guy from Rome because I remembered that I need to think about the little people. So that's why I have this face. That's like, yeah. what?
0: Sure. What? Sure. You, sure. It's
1: weird. Weird because you also look like that politician who committed suicide and murdered his own wife and children to save yeah. them from a difficult decision. So that? that's in your same universe. So it's weird. I, yeah, I just, I just clean everything, wipe it out wipe them out or love them i mean do you ideally want to a
0: regeneration scene or do you just want to uh, just have him turn up ala eccleston
1: i think fans would be pissed off if you didn't regenerate now but i'd be fine with as weird as it sounds because it's almost tradition is the they've just regenerated how do they handle it story if you're gonna do that kill capaldi off have him change, then you have your Christmas special or whatnot, something like that, where it's their first story. Um, and then go away and don't give us anything for nine months. And then come back. And for that mm. Doctor, some time has passed. So that by the time we meet them again, it's like, oh shit, who is this guy?
0: See, I wouldn't, um, want, to do, I wouldn't want to do another Christmas special with... um. Like with a freshly regenerated doctor, I think you should regenerate at the end of a Christmas special.
1: Oh, that's what I mean. What, what about a two-parter? So, like Christmas, Christmas Day is part one of the story, and he's killed and regenerates at the end, and then no, part two see, is New. The, then part then part two is New Year's Day.
0: I want I want the new series to kick off with a fresh doctor.
1: Yeah, fair play. I like, I like but I I, I, th- I think people would be devastated if you didn't have give him give him his scene uh, to become to go from one to the other.
0: I think, I think this is one of those things. There, like people are going to be upset no matter what happens. Yeah, but I think at this point we just got to go, Yo, Chibnall, do what you want to do, but don't do <clears just throat> try yeah. and please anyone. Do what you think is going to work. Yeah, not not do what you think people on Tumblr are going to like.
1: God, yeah, you know that's I mean? my own. That that's my only note. Do not look to the internet for yeah, your pointers. Don't,
0: don't take. Don't worry about upsetting or pleasing people on the internet. Just. Do what you think is best for the show. Um,
1: yeah, and if we've, if thing, we've and the last time they did sort of a, a, a reboot of sorts, it went for the fairy tale vibe and that worked really well.
0: Yeah, yeah. So,
1: so this time you need to either go back to sort of relatable and a bit goofy, like in 2000, 2005, or you need to go like I don't know, like slick sci-fi, but with that quintessentially British. Like heart to it.
0: Yeah, bring it back a bit of the Douglas Adamsy feel of some of the better episodes.
1: Yeah. I was watching um is a good example. I was I started watching Dirk Gently yesterday on Netflix. Oh well, how is it? Yeah, uh, the the new American adaptation. It's alright. It's I I didn't expect it to be one story over eight episodes. Oh. So it, it seems to be piling a lot into each episode. Um yeah. I'm stick, I'm gonna stick with it to the to the end of the run because I'm enjoying it enough. And I'm intrigued enough by the mystery. Um, but what's nice about that is the whole thing is this sort of slightly violent, scary kidnap story. That happens to have these two or three very eccentric characters in the middle of it. And that works. And and Dirk especially. Because he, he's a bit different. What I love about it is I don't think any depiction of Dirk Gently has been anything like the books. Because in the books he's like a schlubby, overweight kind of private eye stereotype. Stephen Mangan was not that in the BBC like four version, and the guy in the American version is definitely not like that. He's this super scrawny beanpole in a skinny jacket. Yeah. Um, but it works like it, the character works very well. He feels very doctor-y. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and and it works quite well because it's it's an American show, but the moment he rocks up into it, it suddenly feels very British mm. because it's that Douglas Adams sensibility. Like Max Landis has, has created his own version. But has definitely kept the spine of 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 the idea. Ooh, so it feels <laughs> in a, it's in a case
0: his spine
1: in a case above his mantle. Um, but but it but it do, do you know what I mean? It um, it still feels British at times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And having a British actor play that part definitely helps too. Well, that's um, something. Fiona Duriff is fucking phenomenal in it. She is oh, great. Right, oh, cool,
0: cool She's
1: cool, cool. so good. Like she's right. terrifying. Um, and Elijah Wood is, is really good in it as well. Um, Woody, though. Woody. Hey! Oh, um, thank you. We're here all week, except we we're not. not. Who really would? Giggity.
0: Lewis Christian, whose views we may or may not endorse.
1: We may or may not endorse your views, but he hey, keep on coming. With <laughs> some
0: quick fire questions.
1: Um, quick fire please, questions for sure. Lewis Christian. Hello!
0: Um, first one here we go strap yourself in let's get through these Uh, Matt Smith had two rather fake looking ones and John Hurt sported a slightly grizzled one how would you feel about Doctor Who having a full time beard on his chops
1: (laughs) Um, I was kind of disappointed to find out Capaldi didn't keep that uh, gigantically quaffiord facial fuzz when he was cast oh yeah the
0: stuff he had for uh, musketeers
1: musketeers yeah Yeah. I was like oh okay like slightly piratey looking doctor fair enough um Yeah, that could be fun. <clears throat> yeah, I, I I'd be fine with a doctor with a beard, just you know, don't go the tumbler route and try and make it like a Stark or Doctor Strange beard. Just let him have a beard. I could go with the I, beard. I, I I kinda dig those pictures of Colin, you know, those pressures. Yeah, shots. bearded
0: Colin, I'm I'm alright with bearded Colin.
1: It works. He looks like yeah. a, a fuzzy a fuzzy Paddington bear man. He, well, looks, like bear <laughs> he looks like Rupert the Bear with a busty companion.
0: Rupert the Bear yeah. Uh, Rupert for the next Doctor. R- you heard Rupert it here, the but...
1: Bear. Rupert the Bear and Perry the Twink. Okay, next one. Oh dear. Um, <laughs> I doctor,
0: feel like Minisodes. Let me you. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> um, I feel like Minisodes and bonus scenes often get overlooked or not enough love. So, which Minisodes are your favourites and why? This can range from stuff like Time Crash to the old Tardisodes to Attack of the Grask to charity skits, Matt Smith Minisodes, the lot. Um, Night of the Doctor, next question.
1: Yeah, let's be honest, that's that's the one. That's the one. And I have a huge, I have a huge spot for the Tardisodes from Series 2. Um, some of our younger listeners might not even remember those, because they might not have been able to go on computers at that age. Um, but the Tardisodes were amazing. Like just these little sort of minute-long prequels to each episode yeah. that just sort of introduced a bit of... Because it made you realise that this show is great, because every week we're somewhere different. And those TARDIS sort of geared you up. They were like a little teaser trail.
0: Yeah, yeah, like the um, they, were, they were nice little things.
1: Like the, uh, if I remember correctly, the one for Tooth and Claw was the uh, the monk who has the uh, the lupine Wavelenthymaviform inside him being attacked. Like it's an yeah. on the moors wolf attack, and and it's great because you sort of, you sort of get to see the guy who, when you're in the episode, is just the creepy Scottish dude. Um. And the, oh, the Army of Ghosts one was a newscast, wasn't it? About the ghost cycle being more frequent. Yeah. Oh, yeah, shit, yeah. that shit, that shit was excellent. Was so good. <clears throat> oh man, I dug those. That, yeah, because the like, one, yeah, because the one for, um, I think it was the one for Doomsday was just like they came to light, like they, they shimmied out, shimmied, they sh- shimmer, they shimmered out <laughs> of their ghost form and attacked the newscaster. And it was like, oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah. It was like, yes, bitch. This is so cool. It sounds um, like
0: people used to care about the show more. I know,
1: right? But uh, yeah, Night of the Doctor. Night of the Doctor, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I, I've got a soft spot for um Time Crash as well. Oh, and Children, yeah, in, need, Children in Need Short. Mm. Children in Need, cu- Pudsey Cutaway. Um, yes.
0: <laughs> the Wedding of Sarah Jane Smith or Death of the Doctor. And hooray! Uh, wedding mm-hmm. of Sarah Jane Smith because I prefer David Tennant. That's the only reason.
1: Uh, Death of the Doctor because I just love the idea that we're finally seeing two of the OG companions meeting up, um, and it was nice to get that glimpse of of Matt being written by Russell, Ooh,
0: uh, and, ri- and written and written
1: very and written very well. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Plus giant vultures. <laughs>
0: yes. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um, <laughs> Number four, if this hasn't already been discussed, please rank all the Doctor Who Christmas specials in order from best to worst or fave to least fave. To make Chris even happier, feel free to class The Unquiet Dead as a Christmas special too. No! Yay! It's not! Oh. It went out in fucking May or whenever. Um, but okay. Uh, I, think, um, I think you'll find
1: out it went in uh, went out in April. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, I'm so... punch
0: you in the dick, Christopher, when I see you <laughs> for that. Yeah, that's what you're going to get for that one.
1: Merry Christmas, one and all. Merry um, Christmas. Um, I, I yeah, I don't count on quiet day. I mean, it's very sweet of you, Lewis, But um, if we count that, we'd have to count Feast of Stephen as well. Uh, um,
0: well, funnily enough, um, no.
1: Uh. <laughs> should we should we should we pick up our favourite and our least favourite? Because I think ranking them would crush my soul. Because um, I'd have to think one, about them again.
0: <laughs> the best one is the first one. It's. The Christmas, Christmas invasion.
1: invasion, yes. Oh, Christmas Invasion's excellent. Yeah. Um, I, I've got to agree. I think that's the best one. Um, I think it's just because it's a proper Christmas prezzy. Like, it's a really cool adventure with a character that we got to know and love over the course of a series. And then it gets to the point where she can't deal with it. Like, no, she's run out of options. They're screwed. But she's fought so hard and so long. Like, she's been so brave to, to keep it going this long. That it's such a relief when the doctor's like, "I'm back," and also what a great like because obviously he speaks in Children in Need special and a couple times in the episode, but what a great, "Hi, I'm the new doctor" scene that entire section is. It's so good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I don't know. <laughs> it's great.
0: It's great. Uh, I mean, there's the a freaking hitchhiker's reference? I- <laughs> oh yeah, I'm all about um, in Doctor Who. Hitchhiker's references.
1: Obviously. Worst one the worst one used to be the Doctor Widow and the Wardrobe for me.
0: That is a pretty and
1: bad one. And it's terrible.
0: <laughs> do you think um, it's better to say that they've gotten worse as they've gone on? Absolutely. Like yeah. in general.
1: The last one I enjoyed was um The Snowmen. Um and I that think a lot a of that one. I think a lot of that is to do with the fact that we didn't we didn't know the pain we were yet to have of Clara. Yeah. Um we, well, were meeting, we were meeting another fragment at that point, hadn't <laughs> Yeah, the, this character was a really, like... What's, what's she called in that one? Um... Uh, oh, she's called, she's called Clara, I think, in yeah, that one, yeah. isn't she?
0: she's the um, governess.
1: Yeah. she She's great in that. Jenna Coleman's yeah. great in that. Like, she, she's, she was great in Asylum of the Daleks, but then when you see other women written by Moffat, you go, oh, she's just copy and paste. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. Um... She sort of has an enthusiasm in that episode though and then in the Snowman she's great. It's the only time I've really liked her um in anything actually. Um and like as much as I hate the idea of the doctor moping because he lost his best mates in a really convoluted way I do like the idea of him retiring for a bit and just picking Victorian England because yeah. sod
0: it. Because he did yeah. It's very it's a very eleventh doctor place to choose. Yeah, we,
1: hadn't, we hadn't got sick of the Patton gang yet, so that was kind of fun to spend time with them. Yeah. Um, the Ian McKellen's kind of wasted. It well, seems hey. that Richard E. Grant was wasted, but then he wasn't. So fair enough. Um, <coughs> there's the whole thing of Strax wanting to bring a grenade, which was funny before, you know, they got overused. Yeah. Um, but then. Yeah, but before that was Dr. Widow and the Wardrobe, which I, I despised. For two reasons. One, it's just dull. Yeah, um, it is dull and, as dishwater. And two, there's that whole, you know, oh, don't worry, I brought your dad back from the dead. Can you do that? I guess Apparently
0: he can. So. Apparently so. It's just so.
1: like, oh, it's just so annoying. Um, yeah, I, I have not. But, I, have,
0: I have liked them all progressively less. They've
1: got- yeah. I, I th- yeah, I, I think. I. I, I well. I, to I like way, I
0: still haven't bothered watching the Husbands of River song. I've not bothered.
1: Yeah, that is that still. is dire. That is really bad. Um and last Christmas is pretty shit as well. Um Yeah. Yeah. I, th- was, I think I, 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 worst, I think for the worst I think for the worst it's still Wood Doctor Wood on the wardrobe because I've watched I've watched that last Christmas and the Husbands of River song once each. Mm-hmm. And by the time of last Christmas, I was already sort of, oh God, here we go. And by the time of Husband's River Song, it was it was eight months after it had aired. And yep. I was watching it just to get it over with. Yeah. So I, I just was like, oh, whatever. Whereas, uh, whereas uh, Dr. Widow in the Wardrobe, like I came back to Manchester to have Christmas with my stepdad and my brother. And we sat there and went, the fuck is this? Yeah. So I've got a bit more of a of a <clears throat> hatred for that one.
0: It definitely says a lot that my my dad, being the huge Doctor Who fan that he is, didn't bother to watch the <clears throat> Christmas special last Christmas Day, and I'm not sure he's going to bother with it this Christmas Day either. Well,
1: that's the Christmas question, actually. Day. Yeah are, are you are you going to be tuning in on Christmas Day?
0: Well, I'm going to be with my dad, so it depends what he wants to do. But
1: yeah, well, at, yeah. At, least, at least in that case, at least in that case, the two of you can sort of josh about it, and and if it's shit, you can joke about it and and everything. Yeah. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I, I've got like Christmas Day is like my one day off this month. Don't I'm traveling it. home. Don't I'm not wasting. Yeah,
0: Mysterio, Mysterio.
1: Like like last year, I, I I was at home for Christmas, and even still, on the day I went, no, just yeah. can't be bothered. No, like it's half five. We've just finished eating. I'm in a great mood. I'm going to have another drink, and we're going to have some dessert. This will be great. Awesome. Um, so yeah, so I, I I won't be watching it go out this year. Uh, God, it looks awful. Yeah. Does it look good. It looks so bad. Um oh, last word I feel from so Lewis sorry Christian. for Capaldi.
0: Last word from Lewis Christian. Um and finally, a very oh. happy Christmas to all of you at home. Hey <laughs> Love from Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, okay, two more emails. Two more emails, and then we can we can we can rest. Um <laughs> Billy Tracy Oh my god, Billy and Tracy. Yeah. Good old Billy Treacle um <laughs> dear big damn lads hope things are well with you both and that Chrissy's feet haven't caught fire from panto dancing and that Matt's not broken down on the shopping room floor surrounded by customers asking your name questions with seemingly no regard for his now dribbling semi-conscious state wow <laughs> that got vivid yes it did and it's all accurate um Okwe 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 She I, would
1: tell us your full character from Dirty Pretty Things
0: Okwe okay we are the ones we are
1: the ones who fix your cars wash your rooms and suck your cocks
0: oh okay oh <laughs> <coughs> that's a good dark turn good film <laughs> um i'm alarmed this hasn't already been asked or maybe it has in which case please ignore everything to both of you if you were to have a superpower what would you use it for and what would your alias be pretty standard right but here is where it gets interesting. Your co-host is now your super villain nemesis. What would oh, that damn. power and alias be? And what would be their evil master plan? Um, I hope this is soon oh to be gosh. interesting to you both and sparks the beginning of both of your new respective superhero cinematic unitards. Before I go... <laughs> before I go... <laughs> I just want to thank you both for keeping me entertained for hours on end. Week after week, you make my morning shifts bearable. Thanks for your time, and Merry Christmas. Your favorite Who fan, Billy. (laughs) P.S. i weep every night knowing Matt's vision for his DC cinematic universe shall never come to pass. That's very sweet of you, Billy. I don't know why I turned you into someone else towards the end there. I just came over all a bit funny. Um Hello, my name is Billatrice. Hello, my name is Bella, hello, my name is Bella I don't know what I'm doing, but it's what I'm doing now. Um I don't know what that, <laughs> um, I know what that was. Oh God. Oh, God, I'm so tired. Um <laughs> I just napped for four hours today and I'm still exhausted. Uh so Christopher, if, yes. if you were to have a superpower what would you use it for, and what would your alias be? And then what 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 kind of supervillain would I be in
1: response to you? I guess we've got to be heroes, haven't we? Um, I because the thing is, if I had a superpower, I just have I just have like flight and make travel a million times easier. you um, Yeah, but if I've got to be a, I've got to be a superhero alias. Oh, there you go. Um, I would be the trains are on time, man. <laughs> um. I wouldn't actually affect the trains, I'd just be on time to things. <laughs> I'd be able to fly to my desired destination, and you would be uh, Leaf on the Rails man.
0: Yeah.
1: My, my uh, count Leaf on the Rails, mm. um, where basically uh, every now and again you would show up Wacky Races style with some form of really shit obstacle that makes me at least two minutes late to any given appointment. Nice you I like swine it. I like what you swine doing. count like leaf on the rails um, <laughs> I hmm our biggest fight would be at the queue in a newsagent's, because I'd be yeah. like I'll just grab a Mars bar and then make my way to my meeting and like, then no and then you'd there'd be just like one old man in front of me and you'd rock up next to him and be like hello, sir, can I help you get to the front? And I'd be like, no!
0: And I would just rip off the disguise and go, I'm Leaf on the Rails man <laughs> all along. <laughs> I'm not an old man, but I am an old man because I've been waiting so long for this train. Um,
1: <laughs> I don't know what the voice I'm dimming is. I don't know where it's coming from. Um, and playing the role of Billy Tracy is Matthew Watson.
0: Yeah. Oh god! If I were to have a superpower, um, I—you know—I—I'm I, going to be really boring and serious and say, if I had a superpower, I'd be a bruiser. Like I'd be like Hulk slash Thing style, misunderstood, outcast, super strong dude. I don't know why. It just feels like a natural evolution. Um, I would use it for doing good things, like building bridges I'd be a super construction worker um and my alias would be um i <laughs> lift and carryman um, <laughs> and you
1: <coughs> you i'd be i'd be your polar opposite lifter carrion
0: no no you would oh. be the, you you would be the health and safety executive
1: <gasps> oh so I think I'm fighting for a noble cause
0: yes and you, and every time I try and do some ridiculous feat of superpowered construction, you're like, "No, you can't lift that load. It's bigger than your head. You can't lift that. You can't lift those iron bars higher than your shoulders." And you would slow down all my constructions.
1: And all you can't office. use that coffee pot. It's not been pack tested. All the office
0: buildings and affordable homes that I'd be making for people. Um, uh, yes, that's what you would do. <laughs> That's my completely God. serious suggestion.
1: God, I'm a bastard in your fantasies.
0: <laughs> yeah, you are. But then you're also a bastard in real life. Um, that is
1: true. That is very true. <laughs> I would be Dr. Mysterio Ghost Man, and my power would be to click pathetically and shatter sugar glass.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Coming soon I to like, a TV like screen near you. Doing. I like what you're doing. Um, there you go. Finally, mail. <laughs> Dun Um It's Jacob What It's Jacob Um Hello Sun Matt Well It's a bit weird not writing in about class, but I take it was a good thing. I was writing about the return of Doctor Mysterio, whether you like it or not. Ooh, no reference, and brings back good memories of that alien spy Perry getting a good strangle. And I was kidding; it's your podcast. You're in charge. No, writing about Doctor Mysterio. We'll be talking about it, probably. Maybe if we watch it, I don't know if we'll watch it. Do we watch it, probably not. Um, <laughs> probably not. Rogue One. There'll be more important. There'll be more important you things to talk us. about, like Rogue One. Yeah, you watch it for <laughs> us. Uh, Rouge One. Rogue One comes out on Thursday or Friday. I can't remember exactly, and I can't be asked to check anyway. I'm neither looking forward to it nor dreading it. I'm in the middle, not because it looks boring, just because I don't know why. Maybe I'll get more excited as the week progresses. Maybe you will. Who knows? It's fine not to be excited about it. It's a movie. It's it's not it's not the most important thing in the world. Um. Oh yeah, I just remembered the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer was real re- released this week, and I bloody loved it. So did we. I don't know if I'm biased, as Spider-Man is and will always be my favorite superhero, and Tom Holland is the best. St- Best Superman? Tom Holland is the best Superman we've had in the Marvel Cinematic Unitard. I just realised this is only Spider-Man we've had in the Marvel Cinematic Unitard. You, well, you were very tired when you were writing this, weren't you, Jacob? But I understand what you mean. Yes, no, Tom Holland's great. Um, Tom Holland's a great Spider-Man. Um, and yeah, Homecoming looks really good. Oh yeah, I also forgot about guys of the Galaxy. Last week Chris was saying how in the trailer he felt they were trying too hard until he watched it again, and that's exactly how I felt. But what a trailer it was! It looked so ruddy good! Only a true British person would say ruddy good. That's very true. True <laughs> British person. Um, True that. Now, True for... That. Ooh, ooh. now for Doctor <laughs> Who questions. Do, 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 do. Before any of the questions, I want to address something that happened while watching Doctor Who on the television. For record, I never watched Doctor Who on the telebox in fear or mockery and scorn from my family. Well, you don't have to be afraid. But Doctor Who's great. So the other day... Um, oh, well, hang on, happen- hang on,
1: hang on, hang on, hang on. It might be the repeats from the last three years. In What's which about- case... I completely no. understand. No.
0: But no. But no. So the other day, I decided to watch Remembrance <laughs> of the Daleks on the Yay. telly box while I was alone. But unfortunately, my father came in and compared Remembrance of the Daleks to Batman Very Superman. As he knows how much I hate Batman Very Superman with a fiery passion. Sorry, just went on a long tangent there. Yeah, that's very sad. <laughs> so here's my first question. What's better, Batman Very Superman or Remembrance of the Daleks?
1: remember to the, the Daleks. How can you like oh Genesis God. more
0: than Remembrance? It's so dull and only has four Daleks, which has always bothered me. Um, I love Genesis. <laughs> Remembrance is great, though. I do I do like Remembrance. Um, I just like Genesis more. Because I do. So there. Um, <laughs> oh God, Remembrance of the Daleks is miles ahead of Batman vs Superman.
1: Easy one. Batman vs Superman does not have a scene where Ace smashes a Dalek to pieces with a baseball bat, so it automatically loses. It wins. It wins because of that.
0: <coughs> um... Okay, questions. Favorite Doctor Who track from the soundtrack? Um. I'll, I like all the new versions of the theme and also the, um. the, uh. the Matt Smith Doctor theme.
1: the. Um, that they use for. I like the Utah version from the Series 6 soundtrack. Yeah. Um. Uh for me it's uh probably for me my favourite tracks are um uh I think I think it's called Who is the Doctor? The the, 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 the music used for um Eccleston. Um, you know the Ooh. Oh yeah, the, the wailing woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which eventually becomes Valche Diem at the end of Tenant's run. Um uh I really like Rose's theme. And I really like Amy's theme, actually, from Series Five, from Episode One. Ooh, you know that one. Ooh, um, th- those cool. themes are nice. Uh, plus good, the nice theme. plus the Dalek music from Bad Wolf Part of the Ways, which is just that massive demonic choir. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty. Because you su- oh, you suddenly go oh shit, these things mean business.
0: <laughs> I'm yeah there's a lot to Consid- considering
1: series one was mostly like recorded by Murray Gold with some software in a room to then have that track was just like oh my god a chorus of like 70 people it sounds incredible so- yeah. um, and I've got
0: really come along yeah
1: uh, and I've got and I've got a huge soft spot for um, sort of all of the themes sort of from like the 70s to the mid 80s I'd say as well
0: yeah yeah. That that a lot of that incident like the late 80s stuff I'm really fond of. Mm. Like the um oh, like the the Sylvester stuff I quite like like the it's really <laughs> like ridiculous synthy music. Um that what's his name does uh he works for the restoration team as well. Uh... Billy Humey. Yeah, Billy Humhey, that's his name. Hello, I'm Billy um, Humhey. Yeah. Like, all the stuff from, like, Curse of Fenric and Survival and all that kind of... That I'll
1: Alright, the music.
0: Oh, uh, Logopolis has great music. Logopolis has great <gasps> music.
1: Oh, yeah, it does, um, yeah. uh,
0: Favourite Doctor Who writer, other than Rusty T, it can also be a <laughs> classic writer. Uh, Robert Holmes, next question. <laughs>
1: um. <coughs> uh, Douglas Adams.
0: Of course. Mm. I don't really think as a Doctor Who writer, I guess, but yeah,
1: Robert Ho- Robert Holmes, very very close second. Yeah, Robert Holmes. Um, he wrote some great stories. And then Rob Sherman, because One and Done, and what a freaking yes. one, you know?
0: Yes, very very, true, very like,
1: true. as as far as his track record goes for episodes, <laughs> freaking immaculate.
0: Mm. <laughs> um, favorite Christmas special? We've just covered it. Obviously, it's the Husbands of River Song, I say with as much sarcasm as I have. All my sarcasm! Um, yeah, no, it's, yeah, Christmas Invasion. Christmas Invasion, all the way.
1: Um, These what's your people, favorite- their potential, from the day they arrived on the planet and blinking, stepped into the sun. <laughs> There's more to see than can ever be seen. More to do that. Hold on. That's a Lion King yeah. the point the point still stands let them go it's just like yeah it's it's <laughs> great I
0: love it I love the Christian Um, what's your favourite Seventh Doctor story
1: ooh um, for me it's probably Remembrance um, but I, I have a huge soft spot for survival because like getting to see him and Amy together mm. like they're it's such an interesting, odd version of the Doctor Master relationship. Um, it's, an,
0: it's an interesting and odd story. And that last season yeah. is an interesting and odd last season. Um, I really like Curse F- of And Fenric.
1: Fenric's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Fenric is, is a one. I really one. like Curse of Fenric. But um, if, 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 like, if someone said to me, pick one to watch, I'd probably pick Remembrance. I'd, probably um, go,
0: I'd go Fenric. Definitely. Ooh,
1: baby. Once you go ooh, Fenric, ooh, baby. you never go Fenric.
0: Hey... Um oh. favourite one off villain like Sutek or the Sea Devils. The Sea Devils were not a one off villain. They came back. They there were a couple of Sea Devils <coughs> did, stories. Did they?
1: Did yeah. they really Warriors did of the they, Deep? Yeah, did was that really them or was that costumes that sort of looked like them?
0: It was them. <laughs>
1: um Must We quiet. Count Warriors of the Deep as canon. Um, uh, <laughs> shut up. Um oh, I'm I a sucker for, I'm I'm a sucker for Wotan.
0: <coughs> yeah
1: um just because so he says he has the great. balls to say doctor who um,
0: no i think sutek was i love <coughs> sutek so much so
1: Ooh, do you much. know what if you're going for sutek i'm gonna i'm gonna go for the sequel the beast
0: oh yes because that Don't works so
1: around. well if you look around you die um the valiant child will die in battle so very very soon it's just like oh you're great and you're just a voice (laughs) i mean that's i I think technically our answer is just gabrielle wolf like that's our answer (laughs) like yeah gabrielle wolf is the greatest one-off villain because he got to be the one-off villain twice (laughs) that's fine um he's so good christopher matt
0: how old were you when you were introduced to doctor who
1: uh, I was 5. It was 1996. I was
0: younger than I can remember.
1: Oh madam, I can't <laughs> remember
0: a time when I did not watch Doctor Who. My god. That's my dad for you. Um, my god, sir. Favorite one-off companion, mine personally would be either D84 or Wilf.
1: <laughs> D84 is a good choice. Uh, you know Wilf. you know
0: already know Wilf. I'm going to pick D84 because you know I love D84. Say it. Just say it. Oh. <laughs> please do not throw hands at me. <laughs>
1: it's so um, great. I
0: love, I love robots of death so much. It's one <laughs> of my favorite stories. And D. A. Um,
1: I think, I think if we are just picking one, it's, it's, it's Wilf. Cause we get one story with Cribbins as the companion and you finish it going, I could have watched a whole series of those two.
0: Yeah. Like, no, Wilf's no, right. wonderful. Wilf is good.
1: Um, although I do, I do have a soft spot for Astrid cause it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a, you know, cliche. Oh, I'm the big dreamer, Disney princess kind of part. Yeah. But Kylie, Minogue, Kylie Minogue's enthusiasm really sells it. Yeah, like she's she's a wonderful character, and it's such a shame when she spoilers sort of dies because it's like, oh, okay, his story probably would have been very different had she lived. I would have um,
0: thought so. I would have thought so. Yeah. Um. Finally, from from Jacob. I'll say it for questions. But before I say goodbye, I want to thank you for the advice you gave me last week. So I've decided to start writing a blog called the Doctor Who Unitrad Reviewer, uh,
1: <laughs>
0: which is brilliant because you felt Unitrad wrong as well, which is awesome. Um, and he sent us the address. It's the um, uh, the Who Unitrad Reviewer. Uh, so I'm gonna well, I'll put the link in the in the show notes. Give you a little signal boosting. Um, it's Unitrad and Reviewer are r-e-v-i-w-e-r so um yeah again I think you said you was dyslexic Jacob so don't worry about that it's fine it, um, it adds to
1: the charm it gives it a, yeah, ge- a, it's, a it's, joke, it's jokes jokes completely aside it gives I, it a unique name
0: he's so. only just started it so it's got we've got um what we got we got a couple of reviews from last week uh Dedicated a rose view to us, which is very sweet of him. Uh, reviewed horror of glam rock, so he's going everything. It's not just TV stuff. So, nice, give that a go. Um, good, good work, man. Oh, I got Curse of Fenric coming up as well. Excellent, good work, Jacob. Um, carry on. Yeah, uh, don't worry about like I know you said learning difficulties, it's difficult spelling things like that. Don't worry about it. Just, it's good practice for you. Get it out there. Give it a go. Doesn't matter if no one reads it. Just need to get it out there and give it a shout. Um... Lots of love, your biggest fan, Jacob. Yeah, huzzah! By Jingo, Jacob, Jingo,
1: Jacob, Jacob, jing.
0: Oh, also, PS, I saw the other day that the poster in the word for class has the word Unifers on it, so I changed it to the correct spelling of of "unitrad" or "BBC." Can you get anything right? And he has indeed (laughs) sent us a poster of class saying "class" from the unitrad of Doctor Who. Lovely little (laughs) workshop job there. I love it. Um, (laughs) Thank you, Jacob. As always, uh, we'll give it you. We'll give your blog a shout. Um. yeah that's it for us that's all our questions we've got through more Chris my god have we, we cleared the inbox
1: oh my we're, god And
0: we're, how long's the show going on we're, we're, we're not too we're not too long either yay yay now oh my god oh my god what
1: Matt there's a there's a dump truck pulling up to the driveway filled no. with electronic mail no <laughs> no
0: <laughs> no <laughs> 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 um don't do it no do continue <laughs> to send us things as always uh, tweet us at big damn casts email us at big at gmail.com for longer stuff oh we haven't done the twitters for a while we'll have to, get, we'll have to catch up on the twitters soon um, oh yes uh, we'd love to hear from your questions comments whatever you got if you're listening on iTunes please do leave us a review uh, just helps us get out there and also we want to know what you think so we can make the show better um, you can find stuff from us at Big Damn Cast on Twitter and also uh, BigDamnBlog uh, As I mentioned earlier, the episode that is coming out next week has already been recorded, so there won't be another regular episode until after Christmas, the week bai after, Jing? to be exact, uh, just yeah. the new year, I believe. Um oh, yeah. So we will hear from you. We will. We will. Any questions that you send to us in the next week, or so we won't get to until the week after. So uh, just bear that in mind. But we will
1: promise you a rather unusually spectacular Christmas special.
0: It's gonna be a hell of a Um, show. Although we're still gonna be separated by distance and time until the week after. It's gonna be a while. It's gonna be a couple of of episodes. (laughs) It's gonna be a couple of episodes till we're back in the same room again. But so again, thanks for bearing with any audio issues and whatever. We're doing what we can. Um, Thank you for listening. As always, I've been Big Dan Matt.
1: I've been big dumb Chris about it.
0: and we'll leave you with uh, your last minute Christmas shopping and go and see Rogue One apparently. Uh, uh, bye.
1: Good day. Bye. Oh, I love it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and